Faster Fluency Conversation Club, episode 86, monthly review for June. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast from Speak English with Christina. Each week, my expert teachers and I discuss a new exciting topic to help you better understand real-world conversations in English. If you would like to practice talking about this topic, get more confident speaking English, and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. The link to join is in the show notes. Now, let's go. All right. Hi, guys. Christina here with the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And today we're very excited. I'm here with Matthew, who you all know. Matthew, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. And I'm also here with one of our members of the club, Usher. Usher, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great, thanks. How about yeah. you, Christina? Good, Do- doing well, doing well. So if you are a member of the uh, FFCC, the Fluency Club, you've probably already spoken to Usher. He's been in the club for about four months, originally from Côte d'Ivoire or Ivory Coast in West Africa, currently living near Paris in France. And we're going to have a little chat with him about the things that he's learned from this month in the Fluency Club, all about how to best learn English. Very happy, very excited to have Usher on today. And Matthew, I will uh, hand it over to you. And uh, yeah, let's hear what you guys have to say. All right, very good. Yeah, thank you for having us here today, Christina and Usher. Thank you so much for coming. It's always a pleasure uh, seeing you and working with you in the Fluency Club. Uh, You always do a great job and you ask interesting and thoughtful questions. Yeah, speaking of interesting and thoughtful questions, I would (laughs) ask my first question for you is, what's a really good question that you ask your teachers? Yeah, that's a good question, I think, um, because as a language learner, you are, you may have a lot of questions to ask to your teacher, you know. So those questions I can ask are related to a vocabulary and also sentence structure. So one question could be, is that the correct vocabulary? Because when you start learning the new language, I think the most difficult thing is uh, to have the right role to express yourself and to be understood. So those kind of things are quite difficult for the learner. So those questions almost related to vocabulary. Yeah, good answer. Really good answer. Really good answer. Okay. Um, Second question. How about talking about your learning environment, either at home, in your office, or, or anywhere? Do you have kind of any specific setup that you feel finds makes it easier? for you to learn or study. Yeah, I think I actually do have one, you know, because as you know, um, learning English is so important nowadays, isn't it? So talking about a specific setup, I try to set up my environment to make it easier to learn English. Like I put all of my different apps uh, that I use either on my phone, on computer, in English to always think in English. So to make English a lifestyle, you know, I can say like that. So try to put all things in English. And also during some kind of uh, workouts, I used, I'm used to listening to a podcast in English in order to, you know, listen to how to have uh, a kind of the right pronunciation and also to learn new words, vocabularies, and to believe in English, if I can say like that. So yeah, my environment is quite important. And I tried also to attend the FFCC. That's why the FFCC is welcome, you know, mm. uh, because we are still stuck at home. 
with also the remote work. So it's quite important to have a daily English lesson. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting about environment design because I one, one of the things I've read is that if you want to do something easily, like make it a habit, whatever, you have to remove the barriers that are between you and what you want to do. And it's things like you said, like putting your apps or your computers in English, or it's why we send out the emails every day, 30 minutes before. So you don't have to remember to go. It's like it pops into your email box and you just have to click the link or getting that habit of listening to things in English when you're doing other things, like set podcasts during your, your sports workout. Yeah, very important stuff. Good job on that. Yeah, I think yeah. those are really, really, really good tips for, for people out there. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Number three, what myth would you like to bust about learning English? Like, is there something that you personally thought was true and then you changed your mind? Or, yeah, do you have any learning myths out there that, that you <laughs> wish to bust or debunk? Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question, you know, because a lot of things that I've heard about learning English, you know, and one is about certificate or, you know, external validation to be fluent. Mm -hmm. Because some friends of mine are very upset with that. In order to be fluent, we need to get a certificate, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think it's not uh, important. It's not true at all. Because one thing is that we all these certificates with a particular institution. You might actually on paper have a really high level of English, mm. but when it's come to speaking, you find that you can you can't speak English. On the certificate, you can have like I don't know um, C2 or C1, but when it's come to speaking, you struggle to speak with people, you know. Mm. And um, so it's that at, at the beginning, it was something that in my mind, you know, I need to get a certificate in order to be fluent mm. or maybe to speak English, but it's not true at all, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I totally agree with that, and it's. A lot of people, I like you said, Usher, they're really concerned. Like, you know, it's it's almost like more than actually being able to speak. It's like they they want to have the certificate that says that they are able to speak. And and a good example of that is with the TOEIC. Uh, Matthew, I don't know. In Vietnam, is the TOEIC exam is that a big thing or not? It's really big in Japan, actually. Okay, okay. It's really big yeah. in France. It's kind of like everyone yeah. wants yeah. a score on the TOEIC. And the TOEIC only measures your listening and reading. Like they do have a speaking option, but it's optional and it costs more money. So a lot of people, they just do the basic TOEIC, yeah. listening and reading. And I'm like, that doesn't indicate your ability <laughs> to actually interact mm -hmm. with people in a conversation. And plus the TOEIC is so formatted. It's really about test taking strategies as much as it is English. And I'm just like, oh. that's right. Yeah. yeah. I've helped a lot of students achieve a good score on TOEIC and it, doesn't necessarily and mean then that you, and you're like, oh, they've they got like 900. Right. They're going to be really good. And then you get in a, a call with them and you're like, wait, there's like a gap. Right. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, yeah, this might actually be necessary for, I mean, your studies or for sure. your job. And I completely understand that. Sure, exactly. Uh, it can be useful, but I mean, we don't rely on this only, you know. Mm, exactly. Yeah. It, it has yeah. its usefulness. Like you need it for your job or your studies or your your resume your cv but yeah i totally i'm sure i'm very happy that you mentioned that it doesn't necessarily accurately indicate your true fluency in english right yeah 
which, mm, you know, comes yeah. through practice and speaking. So, okay, yeah, I'll let you guys continue yes, now. Very good. And yeah, one more question for you. This week, we are talking about using positive language or, mm-hmm. you know, also how negative language could affect our learning. So do you use any positive language to, to help you learn English? Yeah, and I think Matthew is quite important, you know, to use a positive language uh, as a language learner, you know, whatever the foreign language, but I think it's quite important to have this mindset because you can say yourself that I can't speak English, you know, I can't have communicate with native speaker. I'm not afraid to give this step on my English learning because I have this, the will to learn and, you know, this with power, so I can do that. So it's quite important for me to have this mindset and to stay to tell myself that yeah I can speak I can be on this podcast with Matthew and Christina you know I'm not afraid (laughs) because I can understand what they they, they are saying and you know because I think my English level is great so I can have this conversation and be on this podcast so yeah I mean just tell yourself those kind of positive language and um, use it every single day when you learn or maybe when you you interact with people so that's quite important I think yeah Definitely. Yeah. And and I think I think that's a good point. You said like not being afraid and maybe, yeah, like not putting pressure on yourself to do it perfectly or to do it like someone else, but say, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be myself and I'm going to do it to my the best of my ability. And if I make some mistakes or if I'm not totally happy with something, I can learn from that experience. And it's a, an opportunity to grow and, and to maybe move closer to your goal. So definitely yeah exactly and i'm in complete agreement with you with you on that because mm. some people are afraid to make you know mistakes when they speak but i think the most important thing is you know to learn from your mistakes and you know uh avoid doing that and um so that is quite important to learn even if you make some mistakes learn from your mistakes and also yeah i mean even native speakers uh, make mistakes and yeah. fluent speakers do as well so uh, we shouldn't be afraid of making mistakes when speaking mm. with uh, people you know yeah exactly yeah very good message there yeah right. absolutely absolutely I agree yeah thank you so much uh, Asher for coming in today and joining us um, I think you gave some really thoughtful answers and I hope uh, I'm sure they're going to help people listening mm-hmm. so yeah thank you again for coming in yeah, all right thank you for having me yeah thank you wow. it's a bye. pleasure a right one. thanks you guys bye okay we'll see you Thanks for listening to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And remember, if you want to become confident and fluent faster by practicing speaking about these topics and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. Membership costs less than the cost of a cup of coffee per day, and you'll get so much from your membership. The link to join the club is in the show notes. Thanks for learning with Speak English with Christina, and we hope to see you in the club.